Supreme game taking over, that's a promise, not a threat. Speaking of Vegas, you know, and uh, yes, you know, I'm sure everyone's going to start talking about, you know, the biggest fight of this weekend. You know, obviously, there's been before. We got we got uh, Jamel Charlo, you know, now you know the undisputed 154 champion going up against the current undisputed super middleweight champion of the world, Saul Canelo Alvarez. You know, and Truthfully, this fight, and I said it before, like, I mean, everyone knows it's there. Everyone's, everyone's like, yeah, this is going to be the fight. But this fight ain't, it's not buzzing like it, like I was fucking feel like. It's it's really not buzzing like Because it's a good fight that nobody asked for. And that's the honest truth. Even as a Jamel Charlo fan and a fan of this fight, it's yeah. a good quality fight. Mm-hmm. But, but nobody asked for it, like and and like I've said before, Canelo has a history of that. Like we really wanted the Benavidez fight right now. It's not buzzing. I mean, obviously, like Ryan Garcia, Tank, and, and, and you know, Bud. These niggas ain't talking shit. Yeah, they ain't talking shit. But I mean, usually, like by two weeks, you get, you, you kind of get the buzz. I mean, you know, it's like you don't niggas ain't talking shit, bro. Like they're literally not really trying to sell this fight. Honestly. The undercard is selling this fight more than the main event, and that's super rare. Yeah, and yeah. and then, of course, we'll, 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 right now we'll talk about it. before we get into the main event. Though we'll definitely get well, the undercard definitely because every because there's three undercard fights, and every single and we'll, I always I always stress the undercard fight should make some sense. Every one of these fucking undercard fights makes perfect sense, starting with the opener. You know, the opener we got Elijah Garcia. You know, who's coming off his spectacular knockout. Uh, not excuse me, not 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 knockout. Excuse me, uh, he went the distance against uh, Kevin Salgado. You know, in a good fight though. In a good fight, in a good fucking fight. But he kind of walked away with it toward the end against Salgado. So yeah, good fight. Sure did. Sure did. And he's gonna be facing Jose Armando Resendez, who, of course, in his last fight out, you know, pretty much virtually ended the career of one Jarrett Swift Heard, you know, by stopping him. You know, because he opened up a really disgusting lip cut. You know, I mean, damn, year. that happened this year. Uh, yeah, it was back in March. Motherfucker, yo, this year just been going by. I forgot Jared Heard lost this year. Wow, like, all right, my bad. Keep going. Yeah, Resendez. Yeah, I mean, it, in fight this too, it was it was a back and forth fight until Heard just you know again took you know forgot about his defense and start and thought he could walk through people at one sixty. And Resendez was just lighting him up way too fucking much, and then you know, then Resendez you know put a na- you know opened up a nasty cut on that dude's lip, you know, gave him two lips, two lips out, you know, two upper lips, bro, and, and yeah, it was it was done, you know. So yeah, now this nigga said two lips like the flower <laughs> <laughs> bars. Well, yeah, it was kind of a sad. Her church stayed too long on fifty four, you know. He's always kind of big for the weight, you know. What I'm saying one fifty, you know. He, he didn't stay too long. The nigga took too many punches. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, that too. That too. He's basically a margarita with bad. bad I mean, both of y'all could be right. Damn. But the thing was, the herd though was always weighing well under one fifty four, which was again, which I'm surprised at how he took one fifty two, one fifty three. How the fuck is he doing that? But he was rehydrated. Looked like he was like one seventy five for sure. <laughs> Fighting. It's just because he could do it. Don't mean it was healthy though. Like no, it wasn't. you can only go to the well so many times, and it's like. 
and it got to the point where now that you know he was yeah. punishment upon punishment upon punishment upon punishment, and the Resendus fight was just like the icing on the cake. Like he was like he can't take that punishment anymore. And now he's like you know his career is about to end. It's pretty much over. So now you got these two. So you got the, so you got you got these two exciting middleweight prospects. And trust me when we say I, it's it's rare that I say exciting and middleweight. So, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But these two are exciting fucking middleweights, man. So uh, LB, I'll let you know. So what do you think about this fight, bro? Uh, with the uh, we still talking about the first fight, uh, Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, Garcia. Oh, I think that's a good fight. Um, that's a great opener. Um, I think Garcia probably gonna get the KO, maybe like six or seven rounds. Mm-hmm. But that's a good opener. I like Elijah Garcia. Um, he has a good jab, power in both punches. Not he, he's not slow. Doesn't have the quickest hands, but they're fast enough. Mm-hmm. He puts punches together well. He moves forward. He does move his head. He has some sauce with his style, which I like. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I think I made the comment last time. I think he fights the way we wanted Jared Hurd to fight. Yeah. Like you know, come forward, be like a, a real avalanche, but be a little more def- defensively responsible. Like yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, just because you come forward, don't mean you have to get hit all the time. Like no, you could come forward and slip some shots. You know. There's some grazes, cold, you know. So that that's also that's a good fight. Um, he'll he'll be tested, but I don't know if he'll be dropped or anything. He might get rocked or rocked with a good shot or two, but uh, good fight. I'm I'm looking forward to the whole card, and this is one of those cards. Will, I know Deontay Jones mentioned earlier about what food y'all getting for the fight. This this that um. Whatever it is you get, make sure you get your shit early and you're able to see this fight mm-hmm. from the get go. So yeah, exactly. But so your prediction is, you know, you think Garcia will get him out of there in six or seven or seven? Uh, I'll say seven. Fuck it, I'll say seven. Word, word, word. AOP, what about you? Well, it's probably working. Uh, Pilot, what mm-hmm. about you? Garcia, Garcia in seven rounds. Garcia in seven rounds. Copycat. But, but the thing is, Resenda is gonna, it's, it's a tough fighter, so it's, it's gonna, it's not gonna be easy at, at all. So, and I, and I expect uh, Elijah to have some really tough moments. Mm-hmm. This is deep waters for him. So. No, I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I mean, this, this is, this is a fight. Yeah, I mean, I don't even see a stoppage. Although I do see knockdowns because both of them have the power to knock each other down. You know, I mean, you see, Garcia fights for knockouts, though. Like, he really put his punches together. He's heavy handed. Like, he really tries to see if he could knock you out. Like, if he hurts you, and so he, he smells water. I mean, he smells blood. Persinus has a high work rate, though. I mean, dude has, and has a high work rate himself. Like, dude, let off, I think, was, uh, dude had a pretty high punch, punch up against her. You know, so it's like, I mean. I mean, I can see that. Like, I mean, Mercedes can hang with the punching, but I, I do think that I do think that Garcia is better technically than Resendez. You know, yeah. So, I mean, I, I do see, I, I, I do see, not going to possibly both of them going down the fight, but I do see Garcia probably winning by decision, uh, probably a close decision at that. Nah, um, we need a knockout for this opener, bro. Like a knockout going to set this card right. 
I, I, I hear you. I mean, for some reason, I, I just, I see a decision in this fight. Like, I mean. If it's a decision, we're going to get like a fight of the year type of decision. And I, and I, I'll, and I won't disagree with that. Dude, I just don't see, if, if it's not a fight of the year, it's a, it'll be a damn good decision fight. Like, we're going to be, it's going to be, for this type of year, it'll be on the short list. <laughs> I, I will say still because I do remember Resendis. So I remember back in 2021, he fought Marcos Hernandez, and that shit was a hard scrap too. But he lost that one, and he got knocked down. Hernandez. Hernandez only has three knockouts in his career, so like, he can he can be hurt, you know. But he's yeah. a motherfucker to keep down, <laughs> you know. I, I still remember that. I still remember that. So I mean, it's it's gonna be. It, it may, I mean, honestly, if Garcia gets him out of there early, or Resendis gets out of there early, like, I mean. I'd be surprised at an early knockout for either guy. You know, I mean, I do. I mean, I do expect this to probably go some rounds, but I mean, but it doesn't mean I can't see a knockout. But I don't think they'll get rid of each other like that that early. But yeah, if, if this goes a distance, that that means that you know they they went to war, and it's not and that, that again. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with a war in the opener, son. Like, no, nah, hell no, nah, nah. Like niggas paying their money, niggas want their money's worth. You know. Give us because you may have to fight twice as hard to make up for whatever performance Ugas Ugas delivers. So yeah. keep that in mind. Oh, pilot, what, what was your prediction for this fight before you go on to that fight? Uh, I'll say Garcia in six. I think he uh, <clears throat> shares a lot of similar qualities to um, the guy we'll talk about in the coming a little bit later. Jesus Ramos, both young and they're good at every. They're good. In all facets, not great at one, um, but I think he'll figure it out and be in a little war like he did with that guy Vidal when he kind of broke out and see it'll be a little similar pace to that fight. But I'll get them out in like I'll say five rounds actually. Oh, wow, everyone, everyone's calling for the knockout except me. But it's a, I mean, it, it, sometimes, it, it, sometimes it bees like that. Like, I mean, I don't really consider, I don't, I don't consider an upset either. If it was, it was just. But I mean, like, like P said, I think yeah, he'll be in some moments where, like, remember he won that fight against Vidal. His mouth was all bloody, and he looked, he was fucked up. Himself. Yeah, yeah, Vidal, Vidal, and Vidal was a heavy puncher too. So yeah, I mean, he, but he he just mentioned against Vidal first and put him away early too. So that, I mean, that was the most impressive shit. Like it didn't, like he got him out of there like early. So I mean, and that, that was good shit too. So yeah, no, yeah, the opener itself, that's that, well, that's great fucking matchmaking. The next fight though is a fight. I, I, like I said, I, I, it's decent matchmaking. I don't, I don't really care for both fighters in it, but I can see there's an upside for the winner and a downside, a clear downside for the loser. Of course, I'm talking about Rudanis uh, uh, Ugas and Mario Barrios. <laughs> I mean, I like, you, I like this fight. I don't know why, but I like this fight. Well, uh, well, before I go into my little rant, pilot, you know, tell us why you like this fight and what do you think is going to go down in this fight, bro? I'm, I'm just a big fan of welterweights. I know this isn't the cream of the crop for the welterweights, but you know, it's an interim WBC title, and I don't know. I like Barros is always usually brings it, so I don't think you know, I think it's got potential to be. I mean, it's a, you know, on most on most cards, this would be. A co-main or even a main event, so at least it's not even you know either one of these. <laughs> right? No, absolutely. After, yeah, that, that, thank goodness for that <laughs> shit. You know, say, so, but but who do you, who but who are you picking though to win that one? I'm picking Barrios to win. Actually, I'm picking Mario Barrios to win um, a decision. Um, I, I think that he might be able to hurt Ugas, but I think Ugas has passed it. I, I've never been too high on Ugas like some people have. I mean, some people do. Obviously, we don't really bring in much of them really. I don't think, but. 
you know, um, I think Burial will outwork him and show his youth, and it might be a little hard, but I think he'll win like a 116-112 sort of vibe. You know, that's not bad at all. Pete, what about you? Oh, this has the potential to be an ugly fight. Very, very ugly fight. Um, I don't know how much Ugas has left, but I'm not the biggest bar. I'm not the biggest Barrios fan, so I just don't think he's that good. He's okay. He's decent at it at, for a decent level, but uh, honestly, I've been thinking draw on this. <laughs> really? No, no funny shit. A draw. You know what? Let me let me open up FanDuel. Let me see because uh, we gotta see what these odds is looking like for that fight, bro. Let me go. Let me just open up this FanDuel real quick, bro. Because you know, cause, you know it's like, cause, you know it ain't it ain't you no know, no boxing talk is is complete without us talking about some odds on these on these fights, bro. You know how it goes, like niggas 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 gambling this shit. He might be on to something, and the only reason I say that because when I look at both guys' careers, you may not want to. Uh, a loss hurts Ugas, and then you don't have him as an opponent for maybe like a Boots or somebody else later on. Mm-hmm. Barrios is on the upswing, and he could be a good B-side to somebody else with a name. I don't think they really want to damage anybody's rep unless somebody really gets their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. So if nobody's decisive, and, you know, niggas is really... If you got the Jessica McCaskill swing rounds... This shit could be a draw. King P is definitely on to something. I can see these two niggas scream draw. And and, um, and I'm just looking at the odds right now. So just the money line itself. Barrios is the underdog at plus two forty. Ugas minus three forty. Uh, for method of victory, uh, Ugas points decision is minus one ten. Ugas stopping him is plus three ten. Draw sixteen hundred. Uh, Barrio points decision is four plus four hundred, and uh, Barrio's KO is plus eight hundred. And honestly, that one might actually be the more interesting one to put on there, because as, as Pilot said, Ugas is getting older. Like you know, Ugas is coming off uh, a fractured orbital and shit like that. And Barrio's is also bigger than Ugas. Bar- Barrio's is six feet. Ugas is like five eight five nine. Like he's also. He, because Barrios is when he because he he's a big fucking well for at what's he he's big for his for that for that division, you know he probably probably he probably would be long for that division. That day. I mean, for myself, I, I can see this is this is Barrios's fight. To Barrios win. is an overachiever. I can see a knockout. And I'm saying by who? This, by, who? by Barrios. By yeah. Barrios, that'd be crazy. Yeah, and, and and that's the reason why because the reason because like Ugas, I, I mean I think both guys are a little bit overrated. I mean I've you know if yeah. you heard me talk about Barrios, I'm not a fan of Barrios. I've I've been on this case for years now. I think at least three years in counting. Or it's the Osprey fight. You still mad about yeah? You still mad about the the Boxer fight? Right? The Boxer fight. Yeah. He's mad about the tank fight. Like he's mad about the Thurman fight. The, the only, only one he can give him is the Kobe Carl, the Cowboy Carl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Like you know, Barros to me is like he gets these fights that I don't want to see him in, or in the fights that I do want, he's not. He, he they won't. He won't run it back. So Barros is like, but I do think Barros. This is his fight to win. Like he has a chance to really stamp himself in the welterweight division instead of being a jobber to the stars. You know, having Keith. You know, use him for as a punching back for twelve rounds or some more bullshit like that. Like, 
he can stop Ugas if he puts his mind to it. Because Ugas is getting older and he's not. And Ugas he just got to start out fast and keep the momentum. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he could allow Ugas into the fight. Yeah. If he jabs with him and make it like an inside fight where he's constantly pushing Ugas back, mm-hmm. Ugas will give. He will. You know, and, and, and the thing with Ugas, too, again, prior to the Pacquiao fight, no one was really talking about Ugas like that. Like, we, I mean, we previewed this fight because, you know, we're boxing niggas. We, so we'll talk about it. But, you know, Ugas, well, you know, Ugas was pretty much, he was right, like, in terms of how he was mentioned, he was right where he was, you know, and I was. Yeah, that one dick riding ass nigga on Twitter that be defending him, but that was it. Right, you know, and then obviously when Spence, you know, when. When you know they're talking, about, oh, let's unify against Spence. And Ugas was supposed to fight, you know, the likes of Stanionis and all of them. Like you know, that was supposed to be at least the fights where they at least get him some welterweight respect, rather than just going to just unification because he had, you know, the WWE was trying to get rid of his other other regular belts. And truthfully, I want him to do that shit because, you know, I want him to prove that he deserved a fucking Spence fight. Like you know. And then, you know, but unfortunately it wasn't to be and he got the Spence fight and although he had a moment or two, you know, he eventually got, he got broke down by Spence and stopped for the first time. And, you know, dude is like 36 in, at least, you know, in America he's 36. He might be a little bit older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah international yeah, waters might have met 37 or 38. Yeah. He, ain't in, he ain't fought in 15 months. Yeah. Months. So, um, I mean, like I said, it's Barrios' fight to win. Barrios has someone that he can he he can feasibly stop, and I will say that you know Barrios will probably maybe stop him in about eight. Well, I, yeah, round eight. I'll do that. Round ten for me. Yeah. 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 It's a strong possibility. Yeah, I can see a draw, or I can see a uh, uh, a knockout for Barrios. Or like a lopsided Berrios win. If Ugas wins, it would be like maybe a 115-113. I just... He would have to like, I think, start out early pumping the jab. And somehow I think he would have discouraged Berrios, Barrios early. Either hurt him or just discourage him, like break his rhythm, whatever. To where like... Dude is tamed and he's not gonna be really go for it throughout the fight. I think that's the only way I can see Ugas winning. But other than that, I see Barrios just kind of stepping to him and outworking him, and it might be a good fight early, and then just leads to damn Barrios, um, Barrios dominating. And honestly, honestly, I mean, I think the the knockout odds for these guys should be switched up because. Why is Ugas winning by KO three ten? That's the thing that says that shit is wild to me because it's not Ugas is known for stopping any high level niggas at welterweight. Like he's not. Yeah. I mean, I think the the I think the best person he stopped at welterweight was um was fucking uh Ray Robinson. Like that's the only that, that's why that's what why did he be thinking he sweet and low sweet and low Ray Robinson. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll give Ray Robinson his respect. That Ray Robinson was a decent gatekeeper. Like, dude, was give, dude gave a lot of people hell. Yeah. yeah. But did he stop Figueroa Omar? Or was that a decision? No, he dropped him. But no, that shit went the distance. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. In a boring ass fight, like when he could have really put his foot in Figueroa ass. Yeah, yeah. That that, that was not that was not a good fight, you know, <laughs> to watch at all. But um. But yeah, like dude, like yeah, I mean that's probably the best dude that he stopped out, at, you know, at 147, like you know Ray Robinson. 
So it's just or Brian Perella. You know, that's another. Dude, one. you could give Ugas Robert Guerrero right now, and they go the distance. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, that's pure facts. So it's like, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely, I mean, if Ugas wins, then I, they, they need to pull the plug on the Mario Barrios experiment. Like, they, they, they I, I, I don't want to see, dude, dude would have to be in the prelims now. Dude has to be open. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if you don't win, yeah. Just he's done. Yeah. Get off my team. If he doesn't win, it has to be like one of those hard, competitive 115, 113 type of fights. Right. Where it's like, okay, yeah, he's he's at the level. He just couldn't pull through. Ugas is maybe a little better than we thought he was, or he has a little more in the tank mm-hmm. left, you know, something like that. But yeah, enough of this fight, man. Let's get to the heavyweights. I mean, the the cold. Uh, yeah, we may as well call them the heavyweights. Fuck that, because these heavyweights don't, you know, some of y'all don't really deserve to be called heavyweights. Right, but the co-main though, that the co-main is fire because. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Pat. I'm thinking this was Cadello, uh, Charlo. I'm sorry, but my, my points still stand for them niggas. Though. Well, that's I'm, why, that's I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, that's why you need to let me lead. You know, when we go to this fight, because I'm I'm literally watching the fight, the fight lineup, bro. <laughs> uh, pick facts, me for facts. the next. Pick me first for this next fight. Pick me. Pick me. Go, 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 nigga, go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, we got in the co-main, we got one Erickson Lubin facing undefeated prospect. Jesus Ramos. So, P, you know, what you think about this fight, bro? I'm calling my shot right now. This is an upset alert. Upset alert. I am picking Lubin for this fight. And it's crazy to me. I mean, it's not crazy to me that he is the underdog. But the more that I think about this, this is going to be... He is... He's in the opposite of what he was when he fought Charlo. He's... He's the experienced fighter, and uh, Ramos is in Lubin's position, the guy who hasn't really been tested like that against a guy that is, I think, is more skilled, has power, has experience. I think that Lubin's going to style on As long as he doesn't fight the stupid fight that he fought against Pandora, if he doesn't fight like that, which he shouldn't, he will win this fight. Shit, he might even drop Ramos. I know, I, I know, people are hyped because Ramos beat Joey Spencer, but it's fucking Joey Spencer and Ramos is a good prospect. Well, but he did beat um, what's his name too. We have seen him look. We've seen him look bad against the the Pinta, the Nina, the Santa Maria. Like he beat you know, I mean, he did beat he did beat like at twenty years old. So that's kind of you know, like people. Oh my goodness, that was. Saying. And he, and, he, and he has a man, and he has the Brian Mendoza win, which has aged well for him. Like, that that was that that's his best win. I mean, I just I just think that Lubin's the more skilled fighter, and as long as his chin holds up, uh, he will win this fight. And that that's is- a lot of long as he and ifs and you know what I mean. Well, I can't I can't I can't I can't account for fighters acting stupid because fighters sometimes will fight. Stupid ass fucking fights, and I'm saying as long as he has a fight, a stupid ass fucking fight like he fought against Fandora, he wins this fight. Yeah, he fought dumb. Hold on, Pierre, picking decision or KO for uh for I'm, I'm picking decision with a knockdown. Mm. Mm. So 115, 111 type shit. <laughs> or 112. Yeah, one, 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 one uh I say uh 116, 111. 
Mm. I was gonna say, like, if it's a twelve-one fight and this nigga reaches one fifteen, bro, you know we're gonna have, we're gonna have to we're gonna question that shit. <laughs> you know, this nigga. Is... <laughs> you know. Uh, forgive me, man. I'm tired, yo. You know, but uh, but uh, LB, what about you, bro? What you think about this fight and what you what's your prediction? I think Ramos, eleventh round stoppage. You, so you think Ramos is eventually is, is going to find Lubitschin at some point? He's going he's to find Shin early, but he might find it again multiple times in the fight. I feel like he's just going to carry him fast, and I don't think Lubin is going to be able to keep up with him for long unless he could hurt him or catch him coming in or run him into something. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think in order for Lubin to really kind of beat him, he's going to have to like get the establish the jab you know get the get like the early first step on him mm-hmm. use the lateral movement and shit but um Ramos is good at uh cutting off the ring very much so and Lubin sometimes will square up and battle with you more than he should and the times when he should fight you he boxes <laughs> more so it's like I don't know if he's gonna <clears throat> like Ramos is one of those guys I don't think you could just get away with just purely outboxing him. You're gonna have to bang a little. You're gonna have to hurt him a little bit. And I don't think Lubin could like manage him in the times when he's gonna have to hurt him and fight him and ma- and really kind of push him backwards. So mm-hmm. when it gets to those moments, I think Ramos is gonna shine. And I think just carrying him fast. Lubin might even win some of the early rounds. But I just don't think, like, I just think the punishment from the Fundora fights, the Charlo fights, just all the hard, accumulative fights he's had. I don't think he's ready for a guy like Ramos, who, if he wins this fight, he's literally maybe the second best in the division. You know, when I say second best, that's meaning behind Zoo, you know, Charlo's the champion. So there is, you know, I can't say Charlo's the best. He's a champion. Like, he's the dude. So it's all about who is in line for him. So, yeah, Ramos in 11, bro. Word, word. Hey, Pilot, what about you? Um, I like, I think I like. Jesus in this fight um I feel like it's tough to really pick I mean you can't trust Lubin's chin you know when I got him back into boxing it was Lubin versus Jamel and you know I was like damn it's gonna be a good fight and he got slept in the first round he's building himself back up like, <laughs> Ramos been my dude for a second you know I've been following him for a sec I saw I know he got the you know the win over Mendoza styled on uh styled on what's his fucking name uh Joey Spencer not saying much but you know he's got a decent resume for his age um and I think, you know, Lubin's very dynamic. Lubin's a very dynamic, athletic, probably maybe stronger. You know, he's in the, he got his, he's, he's in his physical prime, but I just can't trust his chin in a big fight. So until until he can prove me wrong, I'm rolling with, rolling with the guy the guy that can punch. So we're almost in 10. Yeah, and, and, and that's my whole thing. Like I said, Lubin looks like a talented though. I mean, the Charlo thing, okay, that can be an aberration. You know, might have been too early and anything like that though. But that Fundora shit just made me like, 
you know, you just shake your head because dude got obliterated by fighting to Fundora's strengths. And it's just like, damn it, Lubin. You know, and like you got all the tools. Yeah, he was he fought like an idiot in that fight. He fought stupid, like like Peace said. Yeah, he, he fought incredibly dumb. You know, he fought he got he he, he got ate up in Fedora's wheelhouse and just got obliterated. You know, they had to stop the fight. You know, yeah, even yeah. though the uh, the judges had him up, but I don't see how because dude, because I I thought Fedora was just putting his foot in his ass for multiple rounds in a row. Yeah. You know, so it's just like yeah. After that fight, I mean, yeah, he he had the nice comeback win against you know Luis Arias and shit like that. But you no, know, Ramos is a puncher. He's, he can put he punches pretty hard. And, you know, he's a southpaw at that, too. So Yeah, Arias ain't seeing no motherfucking Ramos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, and, and like, I mean, I mean, Lubin will probably win some of the early rounds, just maybe off activity and stuff like that. But I just I just feel like it'll just be a matter of time before Ramos clips him with something. And then, you know, and then Lubin will just be all out of sorts and, you know, and huckle-bucking all over the fucking ring and shit like that. It's just like, you know, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, I... I just think Ramos will probably just get him at some point, and I'm thinking it'll be like round probably like nine or some shit like that, you know. So that that's my actual prediction. I just think you know Ramos will get him Ruben out of there in nine. And uh, I mean, if Ruben does get stopped by uh, by Ramos though, then it's gonna be hard to see him actually, you know, to see him, see what he can actually do to rebuild because I mean that I mean again. He'll have to start from the bottom again. Now, if Ramos wins, if Ramos loses, then hey, you know, he'll, he'll just have to rebuild. Like, and he could probably rebuild. You know, yeah. and, then Lube, and at least Lubin will probably get one step closer to probably getting some sort of title shot. That is if a title becomes free. Um, you know, like that. But, um, but still, it's a quality co-main. It's a it's quality. You can definitely, like, the all, uh, every one of those undercut fights is worth it. So, yeah. Get your food beforehand. Don't just tune in just to go watch the main event. Like you know, which... if you love boxing, you gotta watch the whole. You gotta watch even the undercard. I mean, you got you got the kid Criminal Molten on there. You got some guys, you, some dudes on these on the YouTube that's gonna be good. You know, if, you, if you want. Frank Sanchez, yeah, Frank Sanchez, <laughs> and um, uh, Terrell Gashaw is on there too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, you, 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 so yeah, don't like you know, don't sleep on that though. Don't just come in for the main event, which of course everyone. Is waiting for you know, and again, this is part of the last fight of the year. That's like you can be like, oh, uh, you know, this this is the only this is the only we can say that this the, the winner, well, one winner can supplant Crawford as number one pound for pound to me, which would be Charlo. You know, if Charlo wins, then yeah, you that you'd have to give it to him, especially if, you know if he wins it in the way he's you know if he wins it in a very dominating way or knocks him out, God forbid. <laughs> you know, so, you know, but uh, you know that is the, you know that's the fight. You know, I mean, it comes with a caveat though. As soon as the first bell rings, though, uh, Charlo's WBO belt goes bye bye, and Tim Zhu will be the full WBO 154 champion. You know, as he, sh- you know, and you know, because that's the consequence of ducking Tim Zhu as your WBO mandatory. So, uh, <laughs> Black has to bullshit. Not ducking, but I mean, getting the biggest payday. He's getting the biggest payday, but unfortunately, it ain't ducking though. Yeah, unfortunately, the WBO you're supposed to go get the you know you have to pay a step aside or whatever. Or Zoo has to accept it, and he didn't do either of us. So yeah, I mean that belt's gonna go away. I mean it is what it is. Um, but like I said, Charlo has a chance to become undisputed at 168. So there's the consolation prize. 
Uh, and then Canelo, I mean, well, I mean, we all think, I mean, I Canelo is sliding. You can see that. Um, he, I mean, he went 12 with John Ryder. He knocked him down, but it was just one of those fights where he was supposed to probably stop him. And then, of course, we all know about the Baval fight in which, you know, he got dominated pretty much, even though the scores, you know, were a little bit of some bullshit because there wasn't no damn 115, 113 across the board. It's a little bit, a lot of bullshit. If all yeah. three had it like that. 115, 113, that was, that might have been worse than the, the some judge having Floyd win that, um, having, you know, Canelo win against Floyd. Yeah, that. and all three judges had the same fucking score, including Bavol having to win like the last three or four rounds in order to get that win. That was like a 10-2 that made a 7-5 across the board. That's insane. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be, that's some old bullshit. So, so, Todd, armor. so, so Canelo, obviously, you know, at, once the John Ryder fight was completely, you know, uh, Maxim didn't have anything for him, so he's like, okay, let me go sign this three year deal with PBC, which now opens up a whole new lane of opponents. And, you know, and, you know, well, now we got Jamel Charlo. Of course, this is not what people, again, as LB said in the beginning, most people wanted Benavides, who made, uh, you know, who made a very solid statement in beating up Caleb Plant the way he did, like, um, you know, and not in just to put himself out there, you know. And of course, you know, you have Andre that's on there. You have other people at, at PBC that he could be fighting, but you know, Jamal Charlo just happens to get the shot. And you know, like I said, I'm not mad at it, but like I said, it's one of those fights where it's just like we want Benavidez. So and yeah, see, and that's what they're messing up at because. If you're avoiding Benavidez and you're making this fight, promote the history of y'all being contenders and you chasing the Canelo fight to really make it kind of seem like, you know what? I know y'all wanted Benavidez, but look, y'all really wanted this fight for years. Why don't y'all want this? Like, Mm -hmm. but it just seemed like there's no type of promotion behind it. Like, there's no type of excitement. Spence got beat up, so Charlo's trying to be humble, and it's just, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like you're not gonna care about this fight into the weigh-in. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Like I said, because they're not talking shit to each other. I mean, they're cordial, they're cordial to each other for the most part. You know, it's just like, yeah, it's just, yeah. Even even the two like uh, all access shits for this shit haven't even. They, I mean, they were decent, but they're not. I think they'll get you like hype the fight. You know what I mean? So it's just like it, it's there. But yeah, it's gonna be one of those things. Like once the once the weigh-ins there, then everyone will be excited on. And just for the people wondering, like you know. It's eighty four ninety nine if you actually want to purchase it, but it's also in the movie theaters. You know, if you want to spend thirteen to twenty five dollars for it, it's in the movie theaters. And for the UK listeners, it's uh, the Zone is actually offering it now. I don't know if it, I, I think it's they're offering a free of charge for them, which is you know some shit. You know, but it you know the Zone is you know in the UK was get, most likely getting the fight as part of their actual subscription. So, uh, lucky them. <laughs> always, always. Fucking Canada and them get the free free NFL on the zone. We got to pay extra for that shit. The fuck? You don't understand. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's weird how you do it. But, I mean, you know, obviously, if you, if, if, you, if, you, if you have, like, a way around things, then you, get, you, you bypass all that other shit. You know what I mean? But, in my case, I'm going to the movie theater because... You know, movie theater is. I, I I love the movie theater experience in boxing. It's it's actually it's, it's it is great. Just bring you a little flash. 
No, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, I mean, so, actually, a lot of these places sell alcohol now. Yeah, no, the theater. Yeah, now, but at 2023 inflation prices, you still bring <laughs> your flash, nigga. Like, no one's saying you can't cop nothing. Yeah, like I mean, I have my own flash. I, I put it in one of my my short pockets or whatever, man. So yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, it, this, this is worth the card. You know, we also complain about the card. This is a card worth the eighty five bucks if you got if you can spare it. It's a good card. Yeah, I just wish they felt like that because it feels like you're buying a hardcore pay per view when it really should be a marquee big ass super fight. Also, facts. Yeah, that's true. Right, damn. Yeah, it, it should absolutely be that way. But like I said, it's one of those things that I mean, one we just have to hope that they that that the action does produce in the ring in the main event. So um, King P, so what do you what do you think? Well, what what do you think of this fight? What do you think is going to go down? Um, you know, I like this fight. So um, I know it wasn't the Charlo we were expecting, but it's the Charlo nonetheless. So I'm okay with any of the Charlos versus Canelo. Um, this is tough. As much as I'm, I'm kind of like, like rooting for Charlo. I just, I think Canelo takes this one. Unfortunately, but it's just, it's hard. It's hard going up two weight classes, two two weight jumping up two weight classes in your first fight, taking out Canelo. Eh, I know Canelo slipped. He's not the Canelo prime, but. I still think he has enough to take Charlo. And it's not like he's Jamal. Jamal actually has all the attributes that would give Canelo fits. Charlo, Jamal doesn't really have those. He's not like a, he's not an active puncher like that, which favors Canelo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like he, 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 does, he doesn't have the jab like Maul, the okay jab, but it's not that, that, that type of jab. But, uh, I think he'll win some rounds late because I think Canelo will kind of tire as he always does. But I think Canelo will unfortunately have enough rounds in the bank to win it. So I'll probably say one one sixteen one twelve. Okay, well, one sixteen one twelve for Canelo. Uh, LB, what about you? Nah, nah, I'll go last, nigga. Good uh, other nigga. Pilot, what about you? <laughs> um. You know, I'm going to be rooting for, for Charlo. Yeah, I think this is his time. You know, the difference between Jamel and Jamal. Jamal might have more of some of those physical attributes. Great, great jab when he's boxing. Um, but Jamel wants him more. Jamel's always wanted him more. And it's kind of weird. This fight's not going to have Jamal in the corner. You know, you expect one of the brothers that they eventually, you know, when they're calling out, send him in or GGG. The brothers will both brothers will be there. So it's bittersweet, you know. Um, but with that said, I don't know if how the power is going to translate, you know, Charlo had his best performance after, you know, after a year plus long layoff, Charlo definitely has his best performance of his career, but he still got hit in that fight, you know what I'm saying? He still got hit quite a bit in that fight. He did. Uh, you know, and Canelo can hit harder than Casano, and I know Canelo's been on downward slope since plant, you know what I mean? But Canelo still is a, has fought at 175 and has been at 160, you know, he's really a true middleweight, but he's still, you know, because size-wise, Jamel's just about as big or bigger, you know, you know but I mean, terms of being in that weight class Canelo's been in it for a minute so I think you know knowing Charlie's gonna give it his all it's gonna be a close fight I'm hoping Charles could pull it off but I just think you know this first fight of Canelo's deal he's gonna win a decision no matter what uh, it might be a little disputed but I'll say Canelo win 115-113 type of ordeal 
I just hope I, I hope Trello, I hope Trello don't get ice. That's all I'm hoping for. I, I think he won't get ice, but he might get hurt. Yeah, I mean Jamel for the most part does have a pretty good fucking chin. Like you know he's I mean so I mean he's the one child that's only been down once, and that was like years ago. That was and this was even before it became more of a boxer puncher when he was when he was in his boxer stage, you know. And like I said, and so I mean. Like other than that, he stood tough. He's faced enough tough. He's t- enough t- that could punch his head off. So it's not like his chin. He, he doesn't have a serviceable chin. It's very serviceable. Um, it might think. I mean, <laughs> this nigga pilot, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga, 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 <laughs> it's kind of clogged. Y'all never hit a ball in the clubs, but now my fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the way you hit it, I said you. Said, yeah, nigga, that was just some other shit. And that, that was like you, like you hitting like, hitting the pipe, nigga. Like yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's like I can't believe I picked against Charlo and I'm black. <laughs> 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 uh, what the niggas gonna think? Oh, so what was your prediction, uh, Pat? I didn't. I didn't. I oh, mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you talk about pilot. Pilot. Pilot said one fifteen, one thirteen for Canelo, and then P said one sixteen, one twelve for Canelo. You know, I didn't. Oh, get okay. I was about to say, but yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, Canelo is sliding to me. I mean, I, I do think like, the John Ryder fight. Yeah, it was cool that he did, but he should have stopped Ryder. Instead of like, I, I just think Ryder gave him a harder fight than I expected, even though he did win clearly. And I do think now someone with Mel's attributes, you know, bigger, uh, more speed, decent pop on his punches, serviceable chip. I just think that there, I think I just think there's enough, and you know, and also can box too. Can also box. I, mean, I know most people are like, you know, Mossman. You know, for the most part, uh, Mossman getting some of these uh, get uh, not Moss. Excuse me, Mel'sman getting some of these uh, cats out of there. But you know he can also box too, and I, I as I think I think it's getting to the point where Canelo's just and I, you know I know Canelo used injuries and shit like that, but he's not shaking off like you know dude has like dude has had too many hard fights like it's not he's not shaking any of that shit off, and I just think now is that it's a perfect storm for 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 Mel to actually you know to really you know to do work. I mean I do think it it will probably be close. But then there'll be some separation. I do think that Mel will probably win a 116-112. Even though the judges will probably give him like 115-113 type of love. Or maybe even a fucking draw or some shit like that in there. Because for whatever reason, Canelo cannot lose by... One card has to either be close or all three or three scores have to be close. <laughs> you know, but I do I, I do think... Uh, Mel will, part, uh, will take this um, 116-112 and, you know... It, it, it will be, it will be, yeah, it, it, it will be very decisive, and it will probably expose that Canelo's really, you know, is aging. Because if you ever seen the videos of him like doing work, like dude is tiring out and all types of shit like that. Dude's not, 
like you can see that shit like you know dude's kind of stopping and shit like that dude is not he's not physically there where he used to be anymore so and he he doesn't seem to care about like he's the sport anymore like that yeah. he's been a pro 20 years i mean you know what i mean a lot of turn those tires right you know yeah, yeah. But no, you know what? It's, it's because he know he gotta have hard fights now. Yeah. <laughs> like, so now he don't care. He's like that now, nigga. He's like, you know, he's always golfing. And he got his own alcohol and energy. Now, because because he's trying to look. Because you saw that he got his own drinks now coming out. And alcohol, whiskey. He can't focus, dude. He don't want to focus on boxing because he know it's gonna be hard now, nigga. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, dude. It's like going into the underwater level on Sonic, nigga. Like. Let's be real. It's like you know you're gonna be like, <sighs> you know, you know, Morel would run through Canelo. I'll be honest, Mar- I mean, you 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 pick Morel for uh, over Canelo, I right? Morel and Benavides both over Canelo. I mean, exactly. And if Jamal, even if Jamal's still not there and he takes a Canelo fight, that's a hit or miss fight. Like that'd probably be a hard fight, win or lose, mm-hmm. for Canelo. Like. Andre, hard fight for it's like there's better beef. Hard fight. Canelo has no more strategic fight. Jamel Charlo is the last strategic cherry pick he has. And even that's a hard ass fucking cherry. Right. And for that reason and him just using these as the fucking the the Golovkin three uh, 3.0 emergency case, fight the niggas, you know, crack the glass to fight the niggas, like, and he knows what's up, man. I feel like Charlo would crack his jaw good, knock him out 11th round. Yeah. So, we're, so pretty much we're split, you know, the old, the old niggas are taking Charlo, the young niggas are taking Canelo. You know, and I see what Freddie Roach said. Like, I think he said this version of Canelo ain't good enough for Charlo. Like, won't be. Able, and I'm like, I'm glad somebody else seeing this shit. Like, a lot of niggas kind of afraid to step out there. Like, I'm not saying Canelo can't win, but Canelo will have to work for it. It'll like, a this a hard. Look, Canelo's used to fighting faster guys, bigger guys. Who was slower than... I mean, Canelo's used to fighting slower guys that are bigger than him. Mm-hmm. Baval was like the first guy in a minute that was bigger than him, but was faster. Right. Mm. And now you have Charlo as well. And who could hit two now? Mm-hmm. So... And it's not only the fact... Like, Charlo has quick hands. He counter. He could punch with you. Defensively aware It's just a lot for Canelo to deal with He's not used to dealing with Quick handed guys right now And Somebody who has size, strength And can still be as fast as him or faster I know Canelo and them are banking on Just being the more denser Bigger guy But nah Charlo's more disciplined than Canelo So that's why he stayed at 154 Right if, if Canelo was really disciplined and or wasn't trying to cherry pick, he would have stayed in Unified at 160. <clears throat> Facts. But you had Andre, you had too many tough fights around that way. Right. So he went to No Man's Land at 168. And now and, and, then, and now PBC's 168 has, has caught up to 
That's called Yeah Now now he gotta It ain't no fucking Alright let me do UK career mode 2.0 No it's Let me spin the block On these PBC niggas And I don't know Right No way I'm just saying man It's Nowhere to hide (laughs) Yeah like And But He played it He played it like this though Mm -hmm. He could've really took These type of fights Throughout his career But you know he took good fights instead of the dangerous fights. And he never gave us the fights we wanted to see when we wanted to see it. The Golovkin rematch was about the closest thing to it. And he fucking cheated on that one and he had to do it six months later. So, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, and all this is facts. There's no hate. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Well, no, what you about to say? I said, never mind the third fight. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, five years later, like come the fuck on, and then you don't even dominate. Yes, <laughs> like jeez. Got rock laid a couple times too. We, we saw that. Sure did. Yeah, so it's like, like, like y'all still believe in this Canelo? Like, y'all still think he knocked dudes out when he he had to huff and puff and labor through fucking John Ryder? Mm-hmm. 2019 Canelo like destroys Ryder in like five rounds. Right. 2020 Canelo does the same. It's like I don't know what happens. Like, like Canelo should still be able to destroy him. Right. And it's not like he boxed his head off on some damn Richard Richardson Hitchens shit, and he was like unscathed, untouched type shit. Nah, you was getting beat up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Niggas let the uppercuts on you all night. The end of the the, the end of the rounds, the, uh, the toward the end of the fight, he's landing right hook combos and like, bro, like, I just can't like Jamel Charlo, the wrong guy to gas with. Yeah, uh, Canelo could really get beat up in this fight. Right, and it wouldn't, and, and it shouldn't shock anybody a bit. Now the only thing is that now, like I said, if now, like I said, if uh, as I said before, if Jamel Charlo stops him, there's no question he's number one. Like he he would be yeah. number one. Like, if he wins a, a decision and he drops Canelo, still number one. Right. Because because it's like he's gonna do, he's gonna really beat up Canelo like mm-hmm. like the punch placement. He could up his work rate without. Deviating from his natural style, mm-hmm. leading the power will hurt. You didn't. I mean, you know, you know, he's you know giving his own butt over. Yes, look, <clears throat> them niggas is roughly the same size. Just one guy fooled you into thinking he was a small guy, and then he selectively went up, went bigger. Like pause, like yeah, like it's always been a fucking damn matchup thing with dude. Right. Anybody who could box with Canelo and have the fast hands and and defensively aware and they're with him, the guys closer to his size, they give him all the trouble. Facts. And most of them are still bigger than him. Awesome. He just he he just more dense, so he 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 loads up and he punches hard. Like that's Canelo. Mm-hmm. Like and the guy and Caleb Plant had all the tools to do it. Bivol did, but the ring IQ was lacking. He took too many body shots from Canelo. Stood in front of him too much. Mm-hmm. 
didn't jab enough. He won some rounds still. But that was the last good version of Canelo. A Canelo who fought with urgency, was countering and was staying with his opponent. You haven't got that version of Canelo since then. Yeah. So yeah. I just, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that that Canelo is long gone. Like I said, I mean, Father Time comes for us all. Now Canelo may have one good fight because that one good fight hasn't really happened for him yet, you know. And but like I said, you no, know, you can't like his his he has high mileage for the shit. That, for Hold the on, shit. do you think he could Derby and Tanko his way? I mean, if you you get what I'm saying, I for yeah. the y'all who don't know, Derby and Tanko means. Can you look bad from wear and tear for like a couple fights and then miraculously turn it around and look awesome? The question is, it's possible for him. Like, it is possible. You know, like I said, you know, it could, because like I said, I mean, the only thing that, go, and the reason why I said it is because obviously because Jamel Charlo is coming up to 168, which is, you know, for him, no man's land. So, yeah, I mean it, it's very possible that could be that, that could be a thing, but uh, you know, but like I said, and, and honestly, but like, like I said, because we I mean we talked this way, you know, for Derbyanchenko and fucking Mangia, and then Derbyanchenko has you know has his best performance since the Triple G fight and puts his and damn near puts his foot in Mangia's ass, you know, so something serious, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. But it, so it is a possibility. I mean, let me just stick to it. I haven't even checked the odds, like the latest odds on this shit so far. Uh, for let's see, okay. So right now, Jamel Charlo is the underdog at plus three hundred. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, Canelo at minus four thirty. The method of victory. We got uh, the Canelo decision minus one twenty. Canelo KO plus two eighty. Draw sixteen hundred. Jamel Charlo decision four eighty plus four eighty and Jamel KO plus nine fifty. The nine fifty might actually be worth a play. I don't know. Oh, these KOs is real like quality bets. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like I, I mean, I, I know I'm gonna probably think about that. I mean, I might think about that tomorrow to put something on the. On the they don't have the prop bets for the rounds yet, do they? Uh, hold on. For Canelo, uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Total rounds and fights. Because I'd definitely be a nigga who, was, who would look at oh, those yeah, late rounds. They do. Yeah. One, what round would a fight end? So, alright. So, round. Give me one. 11. What would I pick? Give me 11 real quick. Plus 2400. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. Which one of y'all I'm at to send something to this weekend? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this shit's crazy. I mean, there is well, an opportunity to make money this weekend. I will it, say that. It is. It's very much the. Yeah, like, <clears> the, <throat> like round one is plus 5,000. That's the big. In terms of um, for the what round we're fighting, that's the one with the most, the best odds. Of course, the round one knockout would be crazy for either guy. Yeah, I, I doubt that's happening, but I, I can see anything from round nine on. Like, because yeah, I know Canelo is defensively sound. But he doesn't move his head and turn and roll with shots. And I feel like a guy like Charlo, Jamel Charlo, could really work and pepper the jab and, and really follow up on it with different, like, versatile shots, like the uppercut, the smash, the right hook, the left hook. So 
That's what I'm kind of banking on. Yeah, round nine is plus seventeen hundred. Round ten is plus two thousand. Twenty four is plus twenty four hundred, and round twelve is plus thirty one hundred. So like, like yeah, like 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 I said, this is the weekend. If you want to really start making some interesting parlays, I know Pete's probably already started. You know, you gotta, you know, you can, uh, you know, you. This will be this. This is definitely uh, this is definitely the fight weekend for it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we definitely got to see what's good with that. That's that's crazy. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, like I said, so yeah, I mean, both we're split down the middle. Like I said, I mean, at the end, all we hope it is a really good fight. And Deontay Jones, yeah, I hope Charlo doesn't barely beat Canelo because. If he does pick it up, I mean, I can't really give him number one. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to say he's number one pound for pound or whatever. I mean, you mean I, barely beat, meaning like Haney Loma barely beat, could go either way, barely beat, or just a regular 115, 113, Jermaine Taylor Hopkins, I outworked you, beat you type yeah. of beat you. Yeah, and, and, and considering that, I already have Jamel Trello pretty high already in the pound, like, he's. He's a, he's like top five to me, like you know, right now. Like I mean, he's he's been in there for a minute. Because if he beats, if he really kicks Canelo's ass, one eighteen, one ten, mm-hmm. my no dropping or nothing, just straight up like god damn, like mm-hmm. like you have the same reaction Tyson, Mike Tyson had at the end of uh, Oscar De La Hoya, Felix Sturm. Like you say some shit like that's the most I ever seen Oscar De La get hit. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know. I think that's still pound for pound number one type shit to me too. So I don't yeah, know. no, it is. Like it has to be like because Canelo, <coughs> Canelo has not lost by wide decisions. Like not even with Floyd. Like Floyd had a had a one seventeen one eleven. I think a one sixteen one twelve and a in that stupid ass one fourteen one fourteen shit, which was not. Yeah, that but we we going on the beat up scale, so that's what we trying to. Yeah. Because Charlo got the all the tools to really like. Beat up Canelo, and on top of that, too, beating beating Canelo will probably will probably stamp his ticket to the Hall of Fame. Like, dude would be Hall of Famer. Like, like yeah, he's already Hall of Famer. But this is that like old like you go first ballot, you know, red carpet Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, it's it, it, it's between that or you're like Julian Jackson winning for years to get in. You know, to Hall of Fame, like you know that because it, it's. A but I think cause since he was undisputed, like. He's already, a, I mean, he's, a, you know, in the Hall of Very Good, he's already in, for sure, you know what I'm saying? If you're undisputed, I mean, I mean, he ain't got some work to do still, but I'm saying, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, because because Jamal Charles has has put in work at one fifty five. Charles gotta be, you know, when it comes to one fifty five. Charles definitely fucking Hall of Fame. What the fuck? I'm saying when it comes to he's gotta be a top three, top five all time at one fifty four. I mean, Winky Wright, him, who else? One fifty four. Yeah, Terry Norris. Terry Norris. Yeah, Julian Jackson. Jamel Tolo definitely has to be top five or top three at one fifty four. Yeah, like. so he's all the famer off that. But know. then if you when you when you factor in the undisputed part, people might rank him higher. Right. He'd be the greatest. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I know he didn't beat everybody. I'm just saying he beat everybody he had to. Yeah, yeah, because Jamel Tolo, he, he, I mean, because he, he, because he, he spanned a couple of eras at one fifty four. Like you know, dude is putting incredible work at one fifty four. So like, he fought a whole. He kind of did like Winky did. Like yeah. he kind of stayed around for a couple eras at one fifty four. Yeah. But the thing is, like Winky was getting getting his ass whooped in some of them eras. Yeah. Like Charlo never really got whooped in them eras. He was always competitive at the top. 
doing you know his mean? thing. I mean, him and him, he was one of the biggest reasons why 154 had its resurgence after Floyd gave up the gave up his belts and shit like that and retired. Like you know, he was. I mean, in, you know, so yeah, dude put in incredible work at 154. So like, and then Cotto went to 160. So it's like Mel kind of really made that his division, right? And put and so it's just like and that's it. Just that a Canelo win and become an undisputed one state. It's okay. That like bam, like you know. That he's he he now he's like he's Hall of Fame bound for sure trending talking about all time an all time great all that stuff and you know that that's that, that's what you get literally with a Canelo victory you know now if he loses obviously he's he has three of the one fifty four belts and he's gonna have to start finding some mandos and the WBO belt of course is gone unless he unless he actually decides to actually run it back with Tim Zoo or you know run to run that but that remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it should be like, actually it should be a good. I think it starts at eight o'clock again uh, tonight. Uh, Deontay, I, I'm not watching it at the crib. I'm actually because it's in the movie theaters. So me and someone we're, we're going to the movie theaters to watch because the t- tickets were like twenty five bucks. So yeah, nah, I watch it at the crib. But, you know, I got probably, the sixty five inch niggas, so it's you know we cribbing it. I'll probably order wings as usual, wings and fries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga, that's like Plan Benavidez food. Like, you gotta nigga it up some. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, mine's is I'm, I'm having like uh, Colombian food or some shit like that way beforehand because I don't want to like fall asleep during the fight. So it's, it's earlier in the. It's a little oh, early. Yeah, just like a baby stomach ass nigga. <laughs> nah, nigga, I said I don't want to fall asleep, nigga. I don't, I'm not saying I'm gonna shit my pants, nigga. nigga fall nah, just fall asleep. Like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> Jamel Charlo Canelo not Hitchens? It's Corey Spinks, yeah, nigga. I'm in my 40s, man. If I eat good, nigga, I fall asleep, nigga. The fuck, nigga? You hoe. Like, really? Nigga, yeah, yeah, nigga. That's a whole day. The Saturdays, I mean, I got I got a whole bunch of plans, nigga, Saturday. But a plan is... Yeah, yeah, here go Pat getting fancy. Mm-hmm. Nigga, ain't nothing. Eat his Colombian. Hey, Nan Colombian nigga on the card, but he gonna eat his Colombian food. Damn, nigga, like, you couldn't eat some wings or tacos, nigga? Nigga, the fuck, nigga, I don't, I mean, that, I, I don't always have to have some, you know, some regular shit, nigga, and plus, I'm going to the movie theater, so I know I'm gonna have nachos and fucking, and, uh, what's, what, I, what do I usually get there, like, they, they have, like, Arizona iced tea, nigga, <laughs> Ew, they have churros and shit like that, like, nigga, like, they have, they have, like, they have pizza, hot dogs, nigga, I know I'm gonna eat some more at that fucking theater, yeah. beef kosher hot dogs, I hope. Give some popcorn, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, popcorn, of course. Man. And, uh, popcorn, get the fuck out of here! In a boxing fight, y'all niggas a watch. Y'all niggas that eat popcorn. If you're at a theater, yeah, I'm watching it in the theater, nigga. I'm not. I want to. I want popcorn at home, nigga. Nah, I get some real ass food, nigga. But if I'm at the movie theater, <laughs> when I, you know where I, you know where I am, nigga, that's what I'm gonna do, nigga. Like if I, if if, uh, if I'm gonna eat popcorn, I'm gonna eat popcorn. But popcorn smells delicious, nigga. Of course, I, I won't be able to resist. This hoe, like, he can't resist sleep, he can't resist popcorn. Nigga, well, you can't resist sleep. The fuck is you talking about, my nigga? <laughs> nah, nigga, when you a child of the night, you can resist sleep, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> he said, hey, me and Pilot gonna be big, so I'm not trying to get too tired for the scrap. Like, I mean, nigga. Well, I mean, it takes a lot for Pilot to be big. What comes to huh? the time? Like, like, like nine o'clock, the main event. Like, I think, uh, like, I think, I think it's eight. main event probably gonna be like eleven forty-five. Damn. <laughs> or maybe midnight. Like, That's but crazy. if it, if if the card starts at eight, 
if we get the knockouts that we're thinking we're gonna get, I think eleven thirty car gonna start. Like the oh, main event. Right now, but they still mix. You know, they'll, they'll still milk it. You know, what I mean, so. Yeah, but I don't see it starting after twelve. Like twelve would be like the absolute well, latest. Well, Grand Rocks will start by eight forty ish my time, so like probably quarter quarter to midnight. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah the car the main car starts at eight p.m. So yeah, that's. So. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. PBC usually doesn't fuck around with the main events being late like that. Not late, late. I mean like. Well, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not like fucking Showtime, nigga. Showtime. Unless we're like, getting all decisions, you know, 10, 10, 12, 12, You know what I'm saying? Unless like it's a long ass. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, do y'all see it starting at twelve thirty, one o'clock? I don't. No, no hell no. no if, if it didn't, nah, it'll be on their way by twelve. Like they'll do the national anthem. Yeah, by yeah, I think by eleven forty five, eleven fifty ish, should it be underway? Like, but we'll see. Like, yeah. PBC kind of runs a cleaner, streamlined card more so than anybody else. Well, hopefully, uh, I'm just hoping it's like I mean, it's like Benavides and Plant, where everything was just everything was just flowing, everything was just yeah, like, all cylinders. <laughs> so it's like this. This is card would be definitely card of the year on paper. I mean, it's it's the best. It's, it's one of the old school stat cards. You, you don't get you don't get like a, a four fight card like this. You know? Well, we, 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 we did we, earlier this year though. So, so the Benavides one was good, I guess, but it wasn't. Yeah, the Benavides was great. That's exactly, nigga. <laughs> it wasn't good. This, this one was great. You know, I think this one's a little. Well, nah, this one got Ugas. Yeah, unless Ugas has has his one fight of the year candidate after five fight of the year every five oh. years type of shit. You know, I mean, Ugas has. But we year. we we gotta truly score it like afterwards, though. Because remember, like Plant Benavides as a fight was good. But it wasn't like the fight of the year type of bout we was hoping for. I didn't think. I mean, I I, I thought Benavides would be. I mean, because I don't think highly of Plant, so I thought Benavides would. Just yeah, be- I mean, I thought the ass whooping to be more spectacular. It, it was, but this, this, I mean, because fucking uh, Kenny Bayless fucking stopped it at the time when Plant was getting ready to be taken up out of there. Fucking yeah, up. I mean, it wasn't spectacular though. Like it was spectacular to me, nigga. Fuck Plant, nigga. Because you don't like Plant, but I mean, it wasn't like I mean. Well, uh, pilot, was this spectacular to you? Which one? Plant Benavidez. Do you think Benavidez' performance is spectacular against Plant? No, I should have got him out of there. No, no I should. I mean, Colbert Arreo was on there. I forgot what was on there, but that was a good fight. That was memorable. The uh, the robbery that uh, yeah, Colbert, yeah, uh, I think Crowley was on there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Crowley and Ramos was the opener. That was the fight. That was the yeah, that was a good, that was a good fight. fight. That was a good, that was a good opener. Yeah. I said that was a hard fight too. And then you know, they got yeah. Joyce Spencer and Jesus Ramos, you know, which was an ass whooping in the half. Yeah, that was a good crowd, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, we gonna we'll we'll get back to this conversation next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, the we, card we, play we, out and we get the. See it and say like okay yeah because yeah uh, imagine if that main event was better yeah though no, so oh salute honey god hey what it do I know it's late as fuck bro yeah we're gonna get getting ready to wrap because I, I gotta get up in the morning to go lift you know what I'm saying I, I gotta do I got legs in the morning to do so yeah no any of y'all have any some final thoughts you know LB you got any final thoughts bruh Oh nah, I just I know boxing is growing, it's bigger now, it's getting there. Um was that like the LA Fitness boxing today training in a random I think he was like 18, 19. He he asked he asked me because the dude I was training, he asked he asked him like, Hey, you think your guy could take David Benavidez? 
And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nigga, that was the most random damn. Right? So I was like, you watch boxing? You fuck with boxing? He's like, yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, you have to because Benavidez ain't one of those names you just kind of throw out there. You don't watch boxing. Like, I'm saying, like, you're right. That's right. Yeah, and then to be like, I think your guy can take him. I'm like, hey, nigga, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, no, chill, chill. Don't get us jumped out here. Now. <laughs> well, oh man, I don't know. That was that was cool, but yeah, boxing is getting bigger. That's what I like to see the growth of the sport. Uh, I wish this fight card had more buzz to it, mm-hmm. but um. We didn't talk about the pay-per-view potential sales, but I feel like this might be another 500, 600k. It should be, yeah. And, and I mean, unfortunately for the Charlos, the Charlos don't have a really good history. Like their loan, like Jamel Charlos' loan. I mean, he, he headlined their loan. I like, the concept, I like the concept, but it was like during COVID, right? So it's kind of like no, it was it during COVID? Yeah, it was 2020. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but that's what they needed the promotion, man. Like <laughs> running your mouth got you to this position, along with knocking niggas out. Keep doing that shit. Don't let the the spent shit really. Like and I know Derek James been playing the background and shit, and Guzman seemed like he's in the forefront. But the Charlo should have been bigger. Pause. I mean, I'm like, yeah. Because like, when I got into boxing, I, I there were a couple of the first, two brothers champions. You know, like when I first got heavy back into the like, and but they kind of never really hit that. You know, yeah, remember, 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 remember the first time they were on, when, when Fox started. When Fox started, they were the ones that were on there when when Charlo oh, was. Yeah. It was underwhelming. It was underwhelming when they got to Fox that first night. The opener and then fucking yeah. One one of them got robbed. The other one horrible. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and it kind of it just kind of ruined their. It just it ended, they plateaued. You know. Yeah, and honestly, I'm still amazed that the fucking Charlie Pepper view was only a hundred thousand. Like seriously, that shit that shit had some real heat on it. That shit was. It was a good card. Hardcore shit. It didn't. It, it, it remember? Didn't you have a take pay per view around that time too? In 2020, I thought was there a take pay per view? What are LLC? LSC, nigga, shit. That, 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 that might have been right before, right before Leo Santa Cruz. That, that might have been right after, like the couple, like the one right after Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah, that might have been because LSC had a crowd. I don't, I don't remember any people. Yeah, LSC had a crowd. I think that was right before. That was right before COVID happened. I feel like LSC tank. That had to be. Yeah, let me go check. that LSC was before COVID. Had to be, right? Probably, no, right? The, the LC fight was oh it was in COVID twenty twenty, huh? Go figure. I thought that was like twenty twenty one for some reason. And when was the the mail pay per view? Was that twenty twenty two? Yeah, it should as in T O O not like Yeah. Well, the, well, it, was, it was a double header, right? That that one. Yeah, it was a double header. Uh it was, was like it was, it was a month before. It was in September twenty twenty. Mm. Yeah, niggas was like, well, we got that tank joint coming up, so I don't know. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean, it's a factor. It could, I mean, I mean, I mean, that probably, I mean, that, that, I mean, that, I mean, that, that probably was a factor. I'm not, yeah, you, you right. No, it probably wasn't. Yeah. You know, we got good memories over here. I, I hated to make you have to go and research and shit, but I, I was like, I could have sworn I, I, it, was I, 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 it was around the same time. I didn't think the tank of review was probably. I didn't think the tank of review was like 
I thought it was in 2021 for some reason, but you know, I guess you know. Hey, no, nah, because 2020. I remember that was one of the bigger fights. Because remember, after uh, what was it? The fucking uh, God, my nigga. Um, um, um. I'm sorry. After the Dylan White Pavekin and uh, I think Katie Taylor um, Pursuing rematch. Yeah, pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. After the, after that card, it was PBC was the only thing we was really looking forward to. Right. So that's that's why I kind of remember. So yeah, like because remember we was like, damn, like Matchroom Top Rank got the summer. Oh, oh, well, top rank held out the summer, but match room kind of had the the shit we looked forward to at the end, and then PBC kind of came through, and, and we're like, yay, they got all these these dope cards. But yeah, man, I just hope for a good fight this Saturday. Good card, no fuckery, no plot armor bullshit. Um, uh, good work by my nigga King P with everything with uh, uh this past weekend. Um, we gonna have more content on the way. Uh. Animation in the works. We getting that started. Um, cause prolific did send me some shit that um. So so we we gonna really kill that. I'm gonna be starting the script soon. We gonna feature everybody, man. Pilot gonna be back. King P, Pat, everybody's gonna be on this bitch. It's gonna be beautiful, lovely, funny as fuck. Whatever whatever toppings you want on your pizza, that's what it's about. So we gonna kill that shit. <laughs> so we gonna have ribs, broccoli, everything, nigga. Gravy, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got to say, man. I love this shit. Um, I know we kind of late, but I'm trying to wrap this up. So sorry about that. Salute everyone. I appreciate everybody tuning in with us. No doubt, no doubt. Ayo, pilot, your final thoughts, niggas. This nigga is, is nighttime pilot. This nigga, <laughs> yeah, yeah. night rider. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, Basically, what, what Shutter said, you know, more content on the way. Shouts out to King P for holding it down, being the king, the prince of Orlando for the weekend, you know what I mean? Uh, um, you know, have prayers up to Crazy Bone. You know, Crazy Bone's like, my, you know, both of them are my favorite group. So hopefully, uh, you know, he's in the hospital. Hopefully, he's good because he's a legend. He's spoke to my childhood a lot. So, yeah. you know, check that out. Hopefully, we get a good week of boxing, but that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I hear that. I hear because yeah, he he has the same disease that that eventually killed Bernie Mac, that lung disease. So I think that was like a complication of well, of that, from what I understand. So yeah, definitely prayers to Crazy Bone on that one, man. You know, salute to him. And AOP, son, I know you came back. You have any final thoughts? Yeah, you know, shout out to Orlando. Shout out to Matchroom. Uh, good card. Glad I got all the content. Uh, you know, shout out to all the f- fighters, you know what I'm saying? Ammo definitely show me a lot of love. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sonny, Sonny Abbey, <laughs> with, his, with his people in the club, you know what I'm saying? Out to eat, you know what I'm saying? Stand up guy. I misjudged him. I used to think he was one of those on that yo, 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 yo shit, but nah. I mean, he does have black women though, so I mean. <laughs> nah, he does. We can talk about women. And he he likes women that I like, so you know what I'm saying. So he he cool, he cool. Shout out to Sonny, I fucks with you. I definitely gonna go to that fight when he fights Bam. So I, I, I got to reciprocate the love. So 
you, you know what it is though so let's hope for uh, a good good pay-per-view uh hopefully we can all make some money because there are plenty of opportunities to make some money so. and Pete, you're you, you, and i know you thought we talked about story but i guess you're going to philly to watch the fight uh yes i am going to philly shout out to shout out to my man hitman he gonna come scoop me up and we going to see with my man ty keep it 100 boxing we all gonna watch it together so word 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 so though you know like i said though like you know boxing media like you know like i said because even when we go to these fights man we always you know like it's it's always there we're always being new uh, other media people and whatnot bro like yeah that's what we do man like we like we 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 we're down to work with anybody or just uh, you know just you know just to you know us the politic you know that's what it is man so yeah salute to that um man again shout out to the crew again shout out to king p again for the content and whatnot and yeah you know you know, I might, uh, you know, like I said, you know, might also head over to Arizona too in December, you know, so I've, I've already started looking at accommodations and flights, you know, cause, uh, yeah, it's, it, especially for my home airport, it's, it's a thing. So, you know, shout out to, you know, you know, shout out to Matchroom for, uh, again, approving his King P's accommod, uh, credential and yeah, hopefully, you know, get, get pilot out there for a fight and, you know, hopefully we'll get, you know, Florida will get a fight that's within this nigga LB's neighborhood. So, you know, you know, it's, it's all good or whatever. Cause Florida gets a lot of fights, but <laughs> it's the, you know, they're, you know, they you know, we get a lot of toaster leave-ins and hit or miss fuckery. Yeah, I mean, I mean, niggas ain't trying Paul, to be all up in Orlando. Yeah, I mean, the Jake Paul fight is in, is in Florida too, of all places. So it's like, you know, the same fucking spot, nigga. So I gotta get a Orlando, a whole, I gotta drive four hours, get a hotel for the whole week to do all the events and shit. Like, nigga. <laughs> but to put that motherfucker down here in goddamn Sunrise, the, the Fort Lauderdale, Broward, Pompano, some shit. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, I mean, that's well, all. The last one, of course, was the was was Bron was supposed to be Broner's last. You know, would we would you know we were supposed to be Broner's friends, but of course Broner decided to get off the card, and the card yeah. lost more the luster. Although it was still dope as fuck. At least that was still down the street. But goddamn Miami, and then you know, yeah, you know, I don't know if if these these niggas gonna be fishing for Facebook opponents. If niggas gonna pull out, like you can't really trust it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, yeah, but it is what it is, though. You know. I'm glad King P enjoyed uh, Orlando, Florida, because you know it's home of the dreams. <laughs> it's the way you said that shit, nigga. Nigga looked out, looked like you know he was looking at a star in the sky and shit, nigga. <laughs> I mean, come on, nigga. What I'm supposed to do? Like, <laughs> look at the ground and like be pissed? Like, nah, nigga. Like, <laughs> and then oh, Deontay Jones, Pat, you come to Arizona with Lincoln? I mean, yeah. Uh, like I said, though, I'm not hard. I'm not a hard person to find, bro. You know, you see, you see a you know a big six foot three dude, and hopefully Arizona doesn't have food that you know that kind of makes me that someone will put roots on me. Bruno, what the fuck fight is in Arizona? Nigga, the Sunny Edwards card. The fuck, nigga. Oh, oh, I mean, I'm just saying, like niggas fighting Arizona, like damn, like I, right, my bad. Yeah, like we were just talking about that shit. Yeah, the Desert Diamond Arena, whatever the fuck. Thing. Oh yeah, the chat with the food. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Uh, yo, yo, Deontay Jones, if you out there, then you got a link with these niggas, but. You gotta let them know what's the what's the food like. Yeah, keep in mind, you know, as long as it's not pork, you know, I'm I'm down, bro. Like, you know, so, you know. Nah, nah, my nigga King P fuck with pork. Like, if it's a good rib spot, yeah, like we gonna need the pork facts out there. So yeah, um, yeah, 
Yeah. Fuck all this shit this nigga's saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you, you have to forgive my nigga LB, you know, because, you know, this nigga's still, his mind is still trapped, brother. You know, nah, so, <laughs> spell out the onion rings in in, in 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 the letters Dallas or some shit for this nigga. I don't know. You know, <laughs> this nigga. But yo, but, yo, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, this has been a good casting. Yeah, like I said, man, we're we're everywhere, yo. Yeah, Google us, man. Especially our webpage and our YouTube, man. Listen, like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends about us, and we'll all then we can all be friends because we do this shit for y'all. And if you're feeling generous, you know, you see that banner there that we got a, we got a PayPal, you know. So, yeah, you know, to that PayPal, you know, just hit that up if you want to, you know, support us on something or whatever. Or if you have any ideas, you know, hit our email. Let us know, bro, because, like I said, we do the shit for y'all. So, yeah, for myself, you know, Pat Scorpio, the England representer, you know, for LB Shuttleworth, the God, the Go artist, for King People Dagopi, and for Conscious Pilot, you know, this has been a wonderful episode of Real Talk, where, as always, it shit's real. We talk about it. So until next time, peace. Ring gang in the house.